welcome welcome to another episode of direct dialogue listen i got a very special guest on today my friend my brother none other than the one and only justin brooks justin brooks in the building y'all clap it up for him yeah so go ahead and just you told him your name but just introduce who you are so that way people kind of get an insight for those who don't know you i'm justin brooks i was born I was born in Beaumont, Texas. I was raised in Silsby, Texas. That's my hometown. That's my love. Come on now. You know what I mean? Yeah, 409. Tigers 409. <laughs> uh, man, I just, I got three daughters. Yeah. That's my pride and joy. Already. You know, and I'm a hardworking man. That's about it. Hardworking man. So you said you are um, a father. So let's jump into that. What was it like? uh when you had your first child born and that experience my first child I had my first child um i was in college i was 21 mm -hmm. 21 or 21 22. i remember i was at the uh i was playing basketball in college and i was at the rec working out uh, i was at the recreation working out and i got a phone call from uh the grandmother of my child and she had told me that the baby's on the way so me and my teammates, we were in the, you know what I'm saying, getting it in. Yeah, right. You know, we had to get everything to go, get, get everything together, uh -huh. and hit that road. So we, I got there, I got there about five minutes too late. By the time I got there, she was on, on her way out. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying, I missed that one. But, you know, once I held her, it was just a, it was a, it was a different experience. It was just, you know, I was like, I'm a father. Yeah. You know, it was kind of unbelievable at first. Right, right. You know, it took me a couple of days to actually just, let it sink in. Yeah, kind of yeah. sink in. Like, man, I'm an actual father right Right, here. right. Like, I got a child. Yeah. And all that. So, did you know you were having a girl or? Yeah, I did. They, um, when whenever everything went down, uh, you know, she went to the doctor and everything, did mm -hmm. all that. I wanted a boy, but I was, I was yeah. cool with a girl. That was my next question because, mm -hmm. you know, I have three girls. <laughs> We both have three girls, so that's right. a that's something that we share. And so, were you kind of were you upset that it wasn't a, a at boy? that time? Yeah, I was kind of. Um, <laughs> I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't a boy. Right, right. I think every man. Oh yeah. Wants their first child to be a boy. Uh huh. And um, but I mean, I'm glad. I, I'm glad. I I love my daughter to death. You yeah. Know, she's a uh, she's a blessing to me. Straight up. You know yeah. Saying? She changed my life a whole lot. Um, but yeah, I did want. I, I I I wanted boys the whole of all three of them. Yeah, uh huh. You know, and uh, but like I said, I'm glad I got girls. Like like from this point on, uh huh. I'll be satisfied with another girl, honestly. Already. So would you? Would it be safe to say, in the words of Kobe Bryant, you're a girl dad? Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Me too, man. Because I know the first child, I was just like. It's gonna be a boy, right? Yeah, probably, I might name him Junior. Okay, we'll see. Mm -hmm. And she came out. I was just like, even me trying to be mad, the madness kind of went. Trying to be angry, right. all that went away because, like you said, they mm -hmm. sinked in. I'm a father. Mm -hmm. It's not like I have this one. I can take it. Nah, all right, send him on home. No, this. Yeah, this mine. This, this is my, me. This like, he going home with me. I look at him and I'm like, that's me. Yeah, like that's a part of me. Exactly. Like, when I'm gone. They're going to be here, mm -hmm. and hopefully they'll leave another trail of me behind. Exactly. You know, so. That legacy. 
know. It's, it's a blessing. That's what it, it is. is. That's what it is. Really a blessing. So let's go back to what you said. You said it changed you forever. So what do you mean when you said it changed you? Well, it just made me want to look at life different. Mm -hmm. It made me want to do a lot of things different. Like, I mean, I had somebody else to be responsible for other right. than myself. Yeah, you yeah. know, I couldn't be... I couldn't be selfish anymore. I couldn't put myself in situations that would take me away mm -hmm. from being able to pr provide for, you know, my children. And um, yeah. that's that's why I say, man, when I say they they changed me a lot, they slowed mm -hmm. me down. Like, there's a lot of things that go through my mind daily mm -hmm. that if it wasn't for them, then, you know what I'm saying, a lot of outcomes would be a lot different. Straight up. You know what yeah. I mean? You go through situations at work, just on the streets, Every day, there's certain ways you want to react, but you have to think like, man, I got these babies at home. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They need me. Yeah. And um, that's just one. That's the last something that keeps me out of trouble a lot of times. Oh yeah. Just thinking about them girls. You know what I mean? They need me. Yeah. And I gotta do everything I can to give them what they want. I don't never tell mm -hmm. them no. So. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be there. Straight up, that's like me. I make sure that my family, either my wife and kids or my kids, to be my screensaver. So <clears> if I'm if I'm thinking something crazy. And I look at that phone, I can't mm -hmm. do that. Right. I can't do that. That's like my safeguard, you know, and to make sure that I like I stay on the straight and narrow. So how is that, though? Three girls. I know from my perspective it's crazy, but I want to hear <laughs> your take. Boom. First child comes. All right. Mm. Second child comes. Mm. Third Oh, hold up. Come on now. <laughs> so what, how was that raising three girls? Man, by the time the third one came, I was adapted to it by then. Uh -huh. You know, the second one, that was another surprise. Like, I thought that was going to be And again, the second one, I was still in college, too. So I'm 23 years old. I'm in college till I'm taking class. At this time, my basketball career is over. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got school. I'm trying to graduate. Yep. Now I got to get a job because I got to provide for this household. Mm -hmm. And I got two little girls under the age of two. Oof. You know, one of them brand new. Um, man, that was that was just an experience, you know. Yeah. So how was that? Like, how, I know that was a lot to juggle being at young and in school and juggling that with two daughters and stuff like that. It's like, what was the mental capacity that you had to? Do? To be honest, at that time, I wasn't even mature enough to even take it in. Mm. I was just like, I had two, I got two kids, and I put. I, I wasn't really there as much as I should have been, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, to help their mothers out either. And I tell a lot of people this, today, they see how I am with my girls. I wasn't always like that, though. Mm. You know, for the longest, man, I remember as a point in time, when, you know, when I first moved back to Beaumont, I would get my girls, and first thing i do is drop them off to my mama house and run the streets. Wow. You know, I'd be here and there going out to parties or going here and there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But in my mind... I got my girls. I got them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They, they, they with daddy. To everybody else, they with daddy. But gotcha. I don't really have them. My mom and them, they, they taking care of them. Mm. You know. Um, yeah, that was like if I if, if I ever had a regret in life, that would probably be one of them is that I wasn't there for my oldest two, mm -hmm. as I should have been when they were younger. Mm -hmm. Now my baby girl, me and her mother was still in a relationship when she was born. Okay. So I've been there since she was she came out the womb mm -hmm. to this day. And um uh, me and her have a little uh, uh close bond because she she lives out here with me in Beaumont. Mm -hmm. You know, she's the only one that lives in driving distance that I can get there from like 
five, ten minutes. Right. And you know, my other two live out of town. Okay. And um, so me and her are real, real close. Like, mm-hmm. that's my buddy, though. That's my best friend. Gotcha. You know, everybody see me around with little Mingy. That's that's my baby girl. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I love them all the same. Straight up. So what was that transition like? Because you said, you know, you just out there kind of running around. What was that point that you came? You are like, yo, I got to change this up. I got to switch this up. Oh, probably when I had my baby girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, just being in the household with her for having to be there and and see everything they these mothers go through. Mm. Like, honestly, I have a um a, a different a certain respect for single mothers. Right, because I see what they go through when it's yeah that child in the home with you, twenty four seven. You don't have nowhere to drop them off. You know, mm-hmm. like I've been there before. Um, coming home, getting my child, taking her to uh, her grandmother's house, mm-hmm. going to work, come pick them up, bring them home. I can't go out because I got no babysitter. You know, I got to, I got to make sure my baby's fed, mm-hmm. bathed. Yep, she's sick. Ain't no. And none of that, man. You gotta be there. Straight up. So just being there and going seeing that, it it, it kind of like made me realize all the things that I missed from my other two, my other two oldest not being there, mm. and things they mothers had to do on their own. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I try I try to be there as much as I can for them now. You know I talk to them every day. Right. Every day that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, summertime is mine. That's us. Straight up. They yeah. they're gonna be here for the summer. Daddy finna come pick you up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh that's why I talk to them. When I, every time I talk to them on the phone, first thing they say is, Man, it's almost that time, it's almost that time. Yeah. But like, yeah, you already know what's going down. Yeah, what's you're, gonna, up? <laughs> you're gonna be with daddy for the summer and we're gonna turn up. Yeah. Have all my girls in here with me. Oh yeah. Okay, so let's let's take this. Let's take a swift turn real quick. Okay. All right, we're both fathers, right. you know. We're both uh, <clears throat> trying to provide for our, our kids and our and just trying to make sure that they're good. Mm-hmm. But one thing that we both share as well is being black in America. Mm-hmm. With all these different things going on, um, we we can't just switch it up and put some paint on and do whatever we do and go outside and try to become someone else. Right. But being an African American man in America and having daughters and just trying to be that model male in that life. Have you found that difficult to be, especially, you know, you were in college and all these different transitions you had to go, but on top of that, mm-hmm. being an athlete, being a, a black man in America on a college campus, just maneuvering around, mm-hmm. being black in America. Can you tell us how, how are you able and how are you still able to try to maneuver around? Um, man, yeah, it's it's yeah, man, it's difficult at times. But you know, what I'm saying to be honest, I really try my best not to even think of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, now, don't get me wrong; I'm very aware of what of what I am and who I am. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm black and I'm uh Hispanic Mexican. My mom's from it uh mm-hmm. is Hispanic. Yeah, you know, so I acknowledge both cultures that I that I. I mean, I embrace both cultures of mine, mm-hmm. but uh, my black, me being black stands stands out the most to people, um, mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, being, in most people's eyes, I guess, a lot of blacks are targeted, 
for man everything be honest just being black you know what i'm saying yeah but like i said i try not to think about it man be be to be real i walk up and down no matter where i go i walk around with a shield around me mm -hmm. you know i say a prayer in the morning i believe in god come on man plain and simple like you know saying the virus I'm I don't worry about the virus you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. I don't worry about I'm not I'm not stupid to what goes on around mm -hmm. yeah but I always feel like I'm I'm covered with the blood so come on now I don't I don't walk around with no fear on, on me mm -hmm. you know what I mean straight up I don't I don't I'm not scared to go nowhere mm -hmm. I'm not scared to be around nobody I can be around the preacher next to the same way I can be around the criminals mm -hmm. you know what I mean come on because I don't have no fear of neither one of you because I embrace both of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when they say being black in America, I mean, yeah, you're going to go through things. I go through things every day. Yep. But at the same time, man, I feel like I'm supposed to go through whatever I go through. Yeah, built for You know that. what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Whatever I go through, that's what God got written for me. So, I mean, if I'm not supposed to get this job because of the color of my skin, that's because he got something else for me. Come on. So it is what it is. I'm not doing no tripping on none of that like Straight really up. i mean yeah i just take each i take each step as what it is mm -hmm. you know i take i tell you i just i walk i take i just i concentrate on each step mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i don't take my steps for granted yeah. because one day you're gonna run out of them Straight up yeah i like that concept and that perspective because you get just caught up on like and what you said i'm very aware mm -hmm. of my surroundings who i am mm -hmm. but I'm focused on raising these kids. Right. <laughs> I'm focused on, you know, doing what I have to do. I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on establishing this legacy that I know will far exceed me. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I go through some things at work that I don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with half of the stuff I go through. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, and I know it's because of either who I am or the way I perceive myself. Mm -hmm. But at the same, I deal with it because I got three girls that need me. You know what I'm saying? Not only three girls, there's other people that I'm a, I'm a blessing to be a blessing. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. If I see you around and you hungry, I'm going to feed you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I can't be a blessing to nobody if I don't work for my blessings. Mm, and I like that. that's why I put up with a lot of stuff. You yeah. know, I just deal with it because I know at the end of the day, God got something for me. Straight up. I like that because that's just a, um, a servant's heart. Right. You know? I'm gonna take on this, so you don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. You need help. I, I got, got it. Yeah, and that's really how I walk through every day, and I look at a lot of situations. Um, I feel like I want your pain because I feel like I feel like I can handle it. I mean, I know I can handle it. There's so much mm -hmm. other stuff I've been through. I know I can handle it. Yeah. Like, and when I see people around me, especially the ones that I love, go through things, I'd rather take I'd rather take that pain from them and I deal with it because I feel yeah. like I'm. Not to call them weak or anything, but it's just, I don't want you to go through that. I, I can handle it. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. I like that. And now you mentioned, uh, you was, we were just talking about God and, you know, how you trust in God, you believe he's going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. So how has it been and how is it? I guess we can go step back a little, a uh, few years back and everything like that and say, uh, being a PK mm -hmm. <laughs> now we have that in common mm -hmm. as well so that's something that we can and jump into and just uh embrace that and see how is how is that being a preacher's kid um <laughs> when I was younger yeah it was a it was a 
It was a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I ain't want to embrace it because I was embarrassed <laughs> about it, really. Yeah. It was like, oh, your daddy will preach. Your daddy will preach. Your daddy. Yeah. Your daddy going to whoop you when you get home. <laughs> I mean, my daddy ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I, I would do stuff just to, just to stand out, just to kind of prove to everybody mm-hmm. that I wasn't. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I'm I'm not scared of my daddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would do stuff just to just try to prove to somebody that I wasn't scared of him, you know. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know, I, I guess I thought it wasn't cool to be a preacher's kid. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, you know, I accepted who I was. Straight up, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I now don't get me wrong, I still love God. I always did, since uh-huh. I was introduced to him by my grandmother and yeah. my um and, and my grandparents uh-huh. and my aunties and my mom and them. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, because I was embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as I got older, I was like, you know, it is, that's my daddy, man. Oh, that's, that's, that's my, you call him Coach Brooks, Realm Brooks, whatever you want, that's, that's my, my daddy. daddy. Yeah, it's a pride you know I mean? in that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I was the same way too, man, because, um, you know, my dad went to a city in Newton, Texas that we didn't know nothing about. I was like, man, why are we down here? What What is this? Yeah. And then, so you got going to a new city, mm-hmm. going to foreign place, don't know nothing about it. Then your dad's a preacher. Then we come back down to uh, Sillsby and everything like that. I was like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm the musician guy, I'm the preacher's kid, all these different things. So it's a target on my back. Then they give you a standard. It's like, you can't do that. Your dad a preacher. Right. And they, they create this thing that you're supposed to be perfect and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's like, man, I ain't perfect. I'm, I'm a human being. Right. Who just happens to be a, a son of a preacher. Right. So. I used to say that, you know, they like you say, they expect you to be perfect. I, yeah, me and my yeah. dad are preachers. Go out there working on me. <laughs> Straight up, man. That's a good one right there. Hey, I ain't got that yet. Leave me alone, man. I just know the twenty third songs. I ain't learned twenty fourth. I ain't got that yet. Twenty (laughs) three. That's what we on right now. Right. And I like that. You know what I'm saying. (laughs) And so I think that's that's cool that you have talking about that perspective of that um, having your own relationship with God and having your own just being an individual. And I think that's. One of the things that's being a preacher's kid is that they just group you with everything, mm-hmm. everything church or everything like you. Even on the on the field or on the, on the court or mm-hmm. wherever you are, you still just the preacher's kid. But you can't just be Justin. Right. You just can't be and, and it's like you got to go through things yeah, to man. to experience yeah. the, the 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 greatness of God. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you don't you don't you don't. How you put that? You don't uh, appreciate the sun if it's if it never rains. Mm-hmm. If the sun come out every day, you guys people gonna complain it's too hot. Yeah, straight up. You know what I mean? <laughs> when it rains, ah, right, we need some sun now. Nah. Yeah. Too much rain, ready for the rain to go away. Yeah, that's how it is, man. You don't like they said, you don't appreciate something till it's gone. Right. Hold up, hold up, man. That's that sun was nice. It's a lot of rain. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Hold up. It's, been a, just, little, it's been a little too dark. A little lately, too huh? dark. You just complaining about it. So mm-hmm. which way you want it? So. I got a question for you. I want right. to take a, a quick turn. What would you think if I asked you this question? What do you think is the greatest fear as being a father? Your greatest fear. My greatest fa- fear as a father? Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> Man, my greatest, my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. Man, is that to bury one of my children? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. I that's the that's my greatest fear. 
Yeah, that's that's hard. You know what I mean? A parent uh, having to bury one. And, and I feel for anybody that's ever had to do that. You know, my heart goes out to anybody that's had to be my uh my brother. Uh-huh. You know, uh, shout out to my brother. He just had a baby girl. Mm-hmm. My niece Jamie. Um, years ago, he had to bury a child. Mm. Uh, I can't remember how long ago, but I know it was before my youngest daughter was born, so mm-hmm. it was at least eight or nine years ago. And I, and I mean, you know, so I know he he loves his ch- his child. He loves my his nieces. He loves mm-hmm. my children like they his. Yeah, yeah. But I know that still sits with him, man. Just to have to bury a child, child. like it wasn't no miscarriage like that. Like he had to bury his child. Yeah, you know, and. I was there, man. I had to, I seen him, you know what I'm saying? I seen the pain in him. I felt it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the biggest fear um, yeah. that I uh, have as a father. Because I don't feel like I can fail as a father. Okay. You know, I don't feel like I can fail because, I mean, if my children don't live up to the standards of the world, don't mean they're not good people. Mm. You know, I don't live by no standards of nobody's world. Come on. I don't have to be like nobody that you see on social media. I don't have to be like none of nobody that you... Reading the meme, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. me, and I want them to be them. Yeah, you know, I don't care what the next person's got to say about it. nothing. Mm-hmm. I love me, I want them to love them, Stand and I want up. them to love God, cause God gonna love us. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. That's I don't care about nothing else. Mm-hmm. I don't care about bills being late, man. At the end of the day, man, I just want my children to grow up to know mm-hmm. who God is, and if they do that, then God gonna take care of them. I don't have to do nothing else after that. Straight up, yeah. you know, I like that. And so, um. I wanted to talk to you about, uh, I love how your perspective is on life because every time I ask you a question, you go back to your kids. Mm-hmm. That's that's your core. That's your foundation. Uh, I could ask you about anything. You go back to your kids because right. it's all about laying that foundation and that legacy, and mm-hmm. I love that. So how? what did the <laughs> – we talked about it before we started shooting about mm-hmm. uh, your post on social media. Like, you be saying so funny stuff, man. Because I like to just have fun. Yeah. Like, I really just, every day, man, I just like to have fun. Like I uh-huh. say, when I don't care, like, I, I live, like, carefree now. I don't want nobody to take the um, perspective that, like, I don't care about people's feelings and stuff like that. Now I'm very um, careful with people, mm-hmm. you know. But I, when I say I don't care, it's like, man, I'm not going to stress myself behind nothing or nobody. Right. You know, so. I mean, I, be, I like to get online. I like to make people laugh. Like, yeah. if I can make people laugh when they're around me, then I feel like whatever you're going through, you're not going through no more. Yeah. You know, I yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. The, if you around me, you have to laugh. Like, you can't be around me and not laugh. Straight up. That's just, Straight up. You, you, I mean, you're not going to just not laugh because I'm going to be funny. Right. That's the stuff. But, I mean, so, <laughs> I I like to just do stuff online just to make somebody laugh. Like, yeah. man, if I can make you laugh, then I did my, I did my, my duty for the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know you be having me rolling. I was like, man, this is funny. So have you you just always been like uh funny of a person that just like to make people laugh? Yeah, like, always. Always since I was little. Like I remember um I think it was pre K <laughs> uh pre K graduation. Uh-huh. I know my daddy he'll tell this story. He tell this story all the time. Like I was so bad that they had to come stand he had to come stand by me in the graduation. <laughs> like, I mean Oh my God. I don't know. I was bad, but I just like to have fun. Have it wasn't fun. just I was bad, man. I just hey, I'm gonna make these people laugh. So whatever they going through, they not going through no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if it, it wasn't a. I, I just it's just unconsciously I do it though. Like I just yeah. want people to laugh around me. But uh-huh. at the same time, man, it it is some it's 
It has its cons, though, because people feel like that's all I am is just a, a joke. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I remember somebody came to me and was like, make me laugh. I'm like, nigga, I ain't for the... What I look like? Make you laugh. I just... Hey, man, chill out. I'm a balanced person. And I ain't no comedian. <laughs> exactly. You make me laugh. That happened to me at, uh, at school one time. They gave me the last, like, 10 minutes or something for school. I was like, mm -hmm. look, I'm not a comedian stand-up, and I bombed. I think it was <laughs> jokes. It was, it was terrible. So I'm not a person that can make you laugh right. for 30 minutes. Now, I can make you laugh in that 30 minutes here and there, but to be a stand-up comedian... Sometimes just, I don't even be trying to make people exactly. laugh, though. It's just... That's I'm just being me. Just being me. Like, I'm just, I'm carefree. Right, right. That's you know? Because I know for me, a lot of, uh, a lot of, for a lot of years of my life, I, I was in bondage because mm. I was just trying to live up to the expectations of everybody, what it was, right, uh, right. what it was just friends or family or, or the, 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 the views or eyes of the church or whatever. Mm -hmm. So now... Uh, now that I'm like, people call me, some people call me extra. You know, you yeah. always smile. And I was like, look, if you've lived your life in bondage for so long, when you're free, you really don't know how to act. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you you just, you're not, you're free. You, you're you not in bondage no more. You ain't got to worry about nobody. Like you said, carefree. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. If I mess up, I'm going to own up to it. If I did a good job, I'm going to admit that too. Right. But the, mat, the fact of the matter is, is that I know who I am. I know God created me to be. And I'm going to just do life, you know, like you said, living my right. best life. And right? like you just say, I know who I am. God know who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, like, I have a, I have a best friend. Mm -hmm. uh, and she, she she gets into it with um people from time to time. And we conversate, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, this, that, and the other. And it's like I tell her, like, at the end of the day, man, you know who you are. Straight up. You ain't got to worry about nobody else because you know who you are. God know who you are. People going to say this, that, and the other about you. Them, as long as you know who you are, man. Yeah. Everything else is irrelevant. Already. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's a that's a challenge sometimes for some people because just like I was living that life of trying to be who everybody else, you don't have an identity. And so when people kind of ask you, man, you just be who you are. And that's what causes depression in people, man. Yep. Depression ain't nothing but you try, your your body being tired of. Portraying his character. Yeah. He, he wants you to take, that's your body telling you to take a break from trying to be who mm -hmm. you, everybody else wants you to be. Yeah, man. That's how depression is. Yeah, it is. That That's straight. And I, I had a, ba a bout with a depression at one time, and it was because of that. I used to drive to work and literally take me about 30 to 45 minutes to get out of the car. I would just cry, cry, cry. Mm. Depressed, just like, because I was like, yo, this ain't the life I'm supposed to be living, man. Like, mm -hmm. like how did I get here? And what I found out is that I had actually, and you said it, man, I had actually become a character in my own life. Right. So when I looked in the mirror, I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. I know who I, I knew that God called me to do this and that mm -hmm. or that, but it's feel like I just couldn't pull it off because I was still operating in this character. Mm -hmm. And I used, I watched some interviews and they said sometimes. Um, actors and actresses would have to take hiatus and go off because sometimes they would be so in character whatever mm -hmm. the role they had right. that they couldn't shake it off and they kind of lost themselves in that character and i think a lot of times people have be in life like that and they are a character of maybe someone they dated or or their past or a broken relationship or something somebody said to them mm -hmm. and they think that's them but then they get a sense of trying to figure out who they really are.
but they didn't lost themselves with something somebody didn't said to them years ago. Right. So, and I think that's amazing that you are just standing up and saying, "Yo, this is who I am." You know, if you want to block me, block me. Yeah. I don't know. Have a block part. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But guess what? These jokes and stuff still gonna come. Man, because I never cared about. And like, I don't want take. I don't want nobody to take it wrong when I say I don't care. No, like, I, I care it. about everybody's well being. Mm -hmm. Like whether I know you or not, you know what I mean. But I never cared about nobody that had an influence on my money coming in. <laughs> you ain't man, you don't pay a bill here. I don't care. Paying. I don't care nothing about your opinion, bro. You ain't paying to the point where, bills. like, I mean, I listen to you. Like some people have valid. Let me take that back. People have valid opinions, and uh -huh. I listen to this, that, and the other, but. It's not gonna stress me out to the point where I'm gonna upset myself nah. because of something you think mm -mm. about me or what I say or what I do. I mean, I'm not saying nothing to harm nobody. Right, right. I don't say nothing about my kids. We all right. Straight, we good. Yeah, hey, look, I'm gonna be me until you come over here and you paying some of until these bills. Until you try to be you. <laughs> you ain't paying not a nail one of these bills over here. Mm -mm. So keep it moving. I'm gonna keep doing me. You keep doing you. Sure. Yeah. You we send me forty dollars. You can let me. You can tell me what to put the thermometer on. Until I hear something on my cash app, then mm -hmm. we ain't got nothing to talk about. You ain't got cash. <laughs> put it on the rug. Put it on the rug. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Straight up. But yeah, man, I, I keep going back to you as a father, mm -hmm. and um, I don't think it's something I ever told you. I really admire you and how you handle your girls, man. Yeah. And just, yeah, man, I, I see you taking pictures and you having fun. You're doing crazy videos with them. Mm -hmm. And these are something that they'll never, ever forget. These, you're making memories. Right. And I'm all about <clears throat> making memories, man. Yeah, and, me too. I like, I like, yeah. I like pictures. Like, I take, I try to take pictures every, everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. Because the thing about pictures for me is that yeah. um, I can look at a picture and remember where I was on that day and mm -hmm. what went on and what happened. Yep. Good or bad. Good or bad, you know. Yeah. Whether it's me and this person, I don't know anymore. Mm -hmm. But I remember what we was doing on that day. Mm -hmm. Me and my children, I remember what we was doing yeah. when she took that picture. Yeah, we was finna go to Chuck E. Cheese and we took a picture on the steps. You know, uh -huh. I remember when she did at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. So like, I, I try to catch every moment with them because I like the. I mean, I got a shoebox in my closet of just high school pictures and mm -hmm. pictures of me and my uh, family when we were younger. Yeah. And I like, I like to take a trip down memory lane and go back and yeah. remember everything we used to do, run around grandmother's house. Right. Most definitely. Stuff like that. I love that. Yeah, but like I said, man, uh, that's one of the things that just, uh, I remember we've been knowing each other for years, but mm -hmm. just, uh, I don't think we just really talked like on a real person level. So to right. be able to just chop it up like this is amazing. And, oh yeah, uh, we're getting a little most insight definitely. on each other. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely, most definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, man, I think that's it, bro. Because we really just we went there and talked about pretty much everything. Right. Just being both being fathers of daughters, man. Mm -hmm. Do you ever do they ask you questions like that? Sometimes they just be like, "Man, where they getting this from, bro?" From the kids. Oh uh, yeah, you go in the room. I gotta Google this. I don't know. <laughs> you know to, be, be, to uh to be real, I'm 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 real open with my kids. Yeah. And, I mean, like it's my especially my oldest too. They get into mm -hmm. that age. Like my oldest, she's in junior high. My middle child should be starting junior high. So, um, with them too, that? man. I I thought I I thought I would trip. Uh huh. When I when they got around this age, the yeah. but I'm really like I mean yeah. They they. They're, they're beautiful. They're beautiful girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they really are. Man. I know they're gonna have 
people around them. Like they're gonna have friends, you know, and they get into the age where they're gonna start liking boys. And that was one thing I always dreaded is you know saying this, that, and yeah. they tell me every day, Daddy, we don't like boys, we don't like boys. Like you lying. You lying. Quit lying. Come on, Chill man. Out. I've been your age before. So the the best thing I could do is just teach them how they should be treated. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? I can't I can't tell them who as they get older, I can't tell them who to date, who to be around. Mm-hmm. Only thing I have to do is teach them what they should be, yeah, um, you know, saying what to accept. You know, like say for instance, um, I started off as like, you know, what I'm saying, kind of getting them in the habit of not opening doors when a man is around. So when they're around me now, I've done it so so much to them now that when they're around me, they don't they won't get out the car unless I open the door for them. Yeah. I remember mean, one time I was walking off from the car and they, I was like, what y'all doing? They was like, Dad, you got to open the door for us. Like, Are right, you right. Yeah. I opened yep. the door for them. When they're walking through a door, I, I opened the door for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I let them know when the man is around, they're supposed to open the door. Like I say, I can't teach, I can't never tell them who and what the, you know what I'm saying, yeah. date as they get older, but I can give them the blueprint on, you know what I'm saying, how they should be treated. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If 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 my daddy treat me like this, then that next man supposed to treat you like that too. Mm-hmm. He supposed to open that door for you. He supposed to make sure you straight. Mm-hmm. You know, he's supposed to take care of you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I, they don't need nothing. Daddy going to give them everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So And that's and that's why I do a lot of things for them so they're not impressed by Simple stuff. Mm. I want you to be impressed by nothing simple. I want you to be impressed by a couple of dollars. You got to take it up a You know what I mean? I want you to be. Res- I want you to be respectful. Mm-hmm. I want you to respect your respect yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I teach them to love who they are, and love each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look out for each other. Call each other. They they call each other every day. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I got. Them, I mean, they all got phones, mm-hmm. and my baby got an um, iPad. You know what I'm saying? They we they are we are we are group talk talk uh-huh. each other, um, text each other. Love that. I, say, I talk to them all the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? One one thing I always tell them is just be open with me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like my know my oldest daughter, she had a um she had a situation where she was talking to a boy. Her mama didn't. Her mom was telling me about it this that, and the other, and I was like, I'm not I'm not tripping on it. But the whole time she thought daddy was gonna be mad at her. Mm. Like I'm like I'm not gonna be mad at you, man. Just talk to me. Like tell me what's on your mind. Like yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna lace you up on what you need to know. Straight up. You know what I mean? So yeah, I that was funny that you mentioned about uh, opening the doors because my kids asked me that. It's mm-hmm. like why you open the door for mama every time we pray? I said, you know that's what gentlemen do. Mm-hmm. Men supposed to open the doors for women, let them out, protect them and stuff. He said, oh, because we didn't know what you was doing. I said, so you supposed to expect the same thing. Mm-hmm. I said, you out with somebody, you you know, man, whatever, stay in that car. He's going to open that door for you. Mm-hmm. But you also, I, I teach him, though, that I also try to teach him that you, you got to deserve everything you get, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not gonna, ain't nobody finna do nothing for you just because, like, because to the next man, you ain't nobody to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As a woman, and I want them to be able to respect themselves and be able to deserve the things that know what they deserve. Mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't deserve it just because my daddy said, you know, I said you deserve the world. But if you don't portray that mm. behavior, yeah, that, that deserve that, like, ain't nobody finna get it to you. Nah. Like, I mean... When they say people have what champagne taste with beer money, like <laughs> come on, man. You want me to do this, that, and the other, but you can't yeah. even you can't tie your shoes. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. 
But yeah, man, I love that though. I love how you're uh, being that example, and I want to salute you, bro, mm-hmm. for doing that and being a um, a father who's just giving an example for his kids, for his daughters. So, one more last question: mm-hmm. marriage or no? <laughs> well, yeah, I want to get married. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. That's I want to get up. married one day. Cool. And that's um, I mean, that's why. I, uh, I'm, that's that's why I've been single for a long time too because I don't want to jump into a relationship that I don't want to waste my time with either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm a, if I'm gonna be with somebody, next person I be with, I feel like that's gonna be my last relationship, and that's what I'm gonna try to build a, a, a life with. But we gotta get through a lot of things first before we even get to that point. So already, uh, really? I ain't really worried about that right now. I mean, yeah, I do want to get married, but I ain't worried about none of the other stuff. Man, I just want to raise my children right right now. You know what I'm saying? Get them the things they need. Get them what they want. All the other stuff, God going to get to me when it's time for it. Already. You know what I mean? Cool. Straight up, man. I love that. Bro, man, it's been a pleasure, man. Man. This has been good. Yeah, it was fun. And I, I think uh, I think folks who know you kind of send a different side of you as well. And Possibly. Uh, you know how some people say, you know, you think you know, but you have no idea. So I don't know about <laughs> Well, listen. It's been another episode of Direct Dialogue. Vince W. Matthews, my boy Justin Brooks, Mm -hmm. and we'll see you on the next video. All right now.